0: Today on the Callahan podcast, well, they're uh, looting in Chicago. They're looting an Omega watch store, a Tesla store, an entire mall overnight because the cops shot a guy who shot at them first. Uh, That's the new normal. And I blame, I blame lots of people, but two people this weekend fanned the flames of hatred for the cops. And uh, I blame both of them. That would be two very famous Texans, Greg Popovich and Lance Armstrong. We'll tell you about these two a-holes today and what they did to get people to, you know, hate cops even more. that's the thing today. You got to hate the cops. Um, Also, Joe Biden rode a bike. He did. He rode a bike. No helmet. He had no helmet. He had a mask on. But he didn't crash. And that was good news for the media. Uh, Also, college football. We are playing baseball. Basketball, hockey's playing golf, playing golf. Are we going to play college football? Well, the players have let their feelings be known. They're willing to risk it all, risk their lives to go back and play. We'll find out soon whether the uh, presidents and the athletic directors will let them. We'll talk about all that with Turtle Boy. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast brought to you, as always, by DCU. Digital Federal Credit Union. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU, and they get to help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Okay, Conan, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan podcast. Who needs sports? You know who needs to get rioting? You got looting. We got a whole new. Uh, it's like a, it's like a new uh, a new sport or a new uh, season. Uh, Chicago is now on fire. If you're just waking up overnight, um, the cops yesterday afternoon, the cops <laughs> shot a guy who was shooting at them. They're not allowed to do that anymore. I don't know if you're a new, uh, aware of the new rules. But cops are just supposed to let people shoot them. It's a tough job to begin with, especially in Chicago. But it's getting tougher because you're not supposed to shoot back. They did. They shot back. They didn't kill the guy. He's in the hospital. But because of that, they looted a Tesla store. I'm not sure what you get when you loot a Tesla store. I don't know if you get to drive away in a brand-new Tesla or you just like go in and take like the hats and maybe the floor mats. I'm looking. At what, they, they looted an Omega watch store. There's a quote from a cop here in the story that says, "Uh-oh, they got the wa- they they're in the watch store now," and they went through an entire mall. I didn't see this in uh, Portland or Seattle or anywhere else, Minneapolis. But there's cameras following the looters, and they go through an entire mall. It's like the Blues Brothers, you know, in Chicago. By the way, when you follow the car all the way through the mall, that's what you're. Mi- and you want to watch some uh, some looting? There is some pretty wild scenes in Chicago, but I guess. I guess it's going to happen when cops shoot back.
1: Hmm.
0: You got? Have you uh, have you seen the latest Turtle I, Boy? I have not seen. I don't know how I missed this. Was I? This literally Ooh. happened
2: last night. Ooh. Well, it's going on in Portland again—seventy nights or whatever, sixty-nine nights in a row. In Portland. Yeah, I kind of had my hands full with this transgender guy from Kentucky, Jerry. So <laughs> I was a little busy. Another transgender guy from Kentucky, and he's a masked Nazi too. Is the ultimate villain, the ultimate Turtle Boy villain. There was a character last night uh, over the weekend. He, he attempted to shame. A an employee at Kroger's in Louisville, uh, it went viral. He's got like eighty-five thousand followers and a blue check mark once again. And he said that this this employee here working in the pandemic is not basically kicking people out for not wearing masks. Uh, and so he shamed him. He put him up on social media. He's a where do you see this guy? He looks it's like looks like Greg Hill with a dress on. I'm not even kidding. Where do you see this guy?
0: <laughs> There's a lot of I mean, if you again follow Andy, no, he presents uh, posts all the uh, arrest photos, all the mugshots shots of <laughs> Antifa, they have a lot of transgendered individuals. I mean, they're very inclusive. To, you got to admit, Antifa's very inclusive. They don't discriminate. Uh, well, they're all well, white. Like
2: they, not many black people. I was going to say, <laughs> a lot of whites. They're, a lot they're of whites. all white. That's like saying all... the Ku Klux Klan is diverse, <laughs> Jerry.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of transgender clansmen, though,
2: are there? or Klanswomen. Or not cisgender... yet, but pro- progr- they're a little bit. Give it time. There's a movement developing in the Klan. There's a movement. Subgroup. Uh, but
0: i mean you are you are just you have an endless supply of these uh mask mask nazis or whatever you want to call them these these crazy mask people i mean they it's just this uh all day you have these scenes because everyone has a camera and anytime someone throws a fit either it's 40 to, to wear a mask or not wear a mask either way somebody's there with their phone and within minutes it's go
2: it goes viral i don't know when i guess that's going to continue until we get a vaccine or until everyone dies nothing in life is going to continue until there's a vaccine i think they've made it abundantly clear at this point (laughs) uh
0: yeah i want to get to football because uh that's what we know um sports is started up again we know there's baseball although i haven't watched any have you watched any baseball god no
3: i haven't watched Uh, a how we doing that's
0: our record we good? Uh, bad? I, I, just I'm bad. not sure. I think it's just as bad. I'm. I'm not sure. I was going to go to Fenway and uh, check out a game, but all those Globe employees were picketing outside, and I didn't want to. Yes. You know, I didn't want to disrupt them. Uh, we'll get to that little that that little showdown: the Pazutis versus their employees. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think I'm rooting for the Pazutis in that one. But um, yes, I, I there's, am too. Base, there's baseball, there's basketball, there's hockey. There will be football. There will be pro football. They will play. We know that they will play, one way or the other. It doesn't matter if half the team gets uh, coronavirus. They will find someone else to, to put in you put the pads on and play. But I think we're going to find out like any moment now whether it'll be college football, the MAC, the Mid Atlantic or Mid American. What's it, what is it? Mid American Conference. I think so. Yeah. Announced <clears throat> announced yesterday that they're not playing and. Last night, there was a secret meeting uh, among the leaders, uh, the ADs, or is it ADs and presidents, of all five major conferences. We don't know yet whether they came to some kind of agreement, but there is fear in the land that they're going to cancel the season, cancel the fall season, and bump it to the spring, which is idiotic. Um, as as uh, Clay Travis points out, that's the, the peak of... Um, flu season, cold and flu season like early late winter, early spring. And there's no guarantee there'll be a um,
2: a vaccine by then anyway. So it could be could be worse. You know, the situation could be worse then. That's my big it, thing. It, it's like what on earth would possibly make anybody think it's going to be better in the spring a year from now, never mind the spring. Like what would give you that what would make you think of that? And
0: then, and then what? And then but think of this. Think of this. If you bump it to the spring and I know there's there'll be some leagues that'll do it. Um So you're going to start in whatever, April, and then you're going to play till June, March till June, and then what, August, you report to camp again? So you're going to have like a month off? You're going to play like if you're a major conference and you're playing 12, 13 games, you're going to play 25 games in less than a year? I mean, that does not seem like an ideal solution. But what was interesting yesterday is the players started revolting. I mean, they didn't, you know, loot loot Tesla stores or anything, but they started tweeting with the uh, hashtag we want to play led by certain number one pick uh trevor lawrence and by the way you put him in the spring and what's he supposed to do play the spring like play his season in the middle of it is the nfl draft where he'll be the number one pick yeah because the nfl draft is in april yeah right? and then he's going to go out and play like five more games and risk his life and risk his his health so he and a number of other players started tweeting tweeting out we want to play and i think some of them are uh learning a little bit about the virus i know we don't i know we don't want to discourage that we want like three-year-olds to wear masks yeah. and, you know people out riding their bikes to to wear masks and uh you know avoid uh, going to uh you know going anywhere where there's uh, more than 10 people um by the way have you, you used the hotline lately to uh, rat out your neighbors because that's
2: encouraged now in massachusetts line? Yes, a snitch line. I saw that Charlie Baker's getting a lot of dick pics. Did you see that? I I, I shared it on Facebook. I said, thank you for restoring faith in humanity.
0: I I want to get to that, but I do want to know what happens if they cancel football, (laughs) cancel college football, and all these players kind of know that they're not in the high-risk category. One player, uh, I was just reading a tweet from one player. It said they're more at risk, literally more at risk of a light of getting hit by lightning, particularly, you know, in the hurricane season, they're more at risk getting hurt, driving to campus, driving to a player said know. that. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. read Clay they, Travis. If they say, if they're using yeah, stuff so, like that or, or whatever, I mean, there's, you could read any number of people, all those guys, as you know, all the uh, Alex Berenson's and Jordan shock and Phil Kirpin's there's these experts. Who Expert. are, oh,
2: So that's the problem, Jerry, is that like, I, I follow all those guys and I read what they write and I'm like, man, this, these guys back up everything they say. They have the data. Sure. They have the links. But how do you tell your mother or like somebody in your family that like is a you know they're a corona bro? How do you tell them? Well, I I learned everything from a guy named Jordan on Twitter. Like how do you how do you sell that? I have done this. I've done this
0: to a few people. Um, I've sent them links and they'll sit there and they'll say. Well, you don't know. There was, a, there was a three-year-old in Indonesia who died of it. And it would be like, first of all, I don't believe anything don't, that yeah. comes from, you know, these third-world places or comes from halfway around the world. I don't believe anything in well, the United States that says children <laughs> had, um, um But you, uh, like when we had, you know, our mayor in, Mass- in, in, in Boston with a curfew, and you're going, a curfew? Well, what the hell is the point of a curfew? still don't understand the point of a curfew. Like, you can't go out and walk your dog at 10 p.m., Because why, the virus is like lurking like a bat?
2: I mean, the most pathetic group of people in the history of humanity are the ones right now who literally saw two months ago, after being locked down for two months, we all did our part to quote unquote, flatten the curve. We flattened it. And then all of a sudden George Floyd dies and we watch our politicians literally participate. I mean, the governor of Rhode Island's out there holding hands with no masks on, with thousands and thousands of protesters. And then they immediately wanna go back to more restrictive things. I'm sorry, if there is a spike and there is any, like whatever, it's too bad. I mean, you allowed this to happen. You cannot go back at this point. You allowed this to happen. You, You can't tell people that you can protest with hundreds of thousands of people, but you can't have a goddamn barbecue in your backyard. That's ridiculous.
0: Well, I mean, there. see, this is why you get the misinformation, um, because so what if there's a spike? If it's uh, not vulnerable, vulnerable people, if it's not the elderly, like in New York, getting murdered by the governor, if it's not people with underlying conditions, those people understand they can't be out uh, taking chances. Uh, I mean, they understand that there's a chance if they get it. They could die. I mean, it's not a great chance. Even if you're over 80, it's the I saw the numbers. It's like 20% fatality rate. I mean, that's it's, it's, it's not a even. lot of people. Uh, 15, it 15. It was 15. about 15%. 18%? Yeah, this is um, this is a former Colorado quarterback, Joel Glatt. He said he t- he uh, tweets this virus is statistically close to zero threat to college age kids. They're at a far greater danger. From car accidents, homicide, suicide, even lightning strikes, than the COVID. Now, if that word gets out, people suddenly understand it. They're saying, "So what if 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 there's a spike? So what if a couple players on the team get it? What's the big deal? They're gonna sit in quarantine in their room and you know wait it out, and in two weeks they'll be back. I mean, that's what people are understanding. And to push it to the spring, or even push it to next year. Is crazy because it might be, you might have
2: the same issue. Are you just going to cancel forever? What you're saying right now is like Darren Ravel and Clay Travis went at it a a couple days ago with this. And Ravel actually said that, well, your position is that you don't care if people get cases because cases don't matter because it's not that deadly. He goes, which is an insane thing to say. It's like, so people with blue check marks, like Darren Ravel, I know he's a moron, but they're still saying this stuff. Like, they they can't fathom. Like, Like, wait a minute. You can get COVID and it's not a big deal. It's like, no, it's really not. Like, probably a third of this country has had COVID and the vast majority didn't know about it because it's just not a very strong disease and, for healthy people.
0: And you're going to get censorship. You're going to get the, you know, the big tech companies. Uh, uh, how much have you heard about Sweden, by the way? Sweden didn't lock down anything. They didn't destroy their own economy. And apparently, according to all the experts, Jordan, know, Sweden has, got, has made it through, or, or nearly made it through, uh and didn't do all the crazy draconian things we you see did. how many you see how
2: many people have died in Sweden total? Uh no but I can get it for you. I have the chart right in front it's of me. It's about fifty five hundred. Their population is ten million. Okay. Our population in Massachusetts is under seven million. We've had eighty five hundred deaths. We've had we we've had almost not about one and a half times as many deaths as Sweden with what, two thirds of their population. So I would say whatever they're doing, and they didn't have to destroy their own economy. They're literally, the streets of Stockholm, people have been going out this entire time, no masks on, there's no mask mandates. People, yes. and you know what they're, you know why? you know Their big thing was attempting to protect nursing homes. That was the one areas that was like restricted, like you can't go in there. They still had outbreaks in nursing homes, but they've they've literally, they're an example of what herd immunity looks like. They've had what, one death a day? In August this is a this is a, a country that's bigger than the state of Georgia and nobody's dying anymore
0: well, um, I guess it works I'm looking yeah I mean absolutely but you're not going to hear much about it I think the people who will uh, point that out will be censored or suppressed uh it's you know same as you know the uh, hydrate why do I struggle with that it's not that hard um, those, you know, the, those people, uh, it's hard, hard to get the word out. Sweden, um, they have 5,763 deaths total in the country, 5,700. Um, they had 82,000 cases total. Um, uh, in, the problem is, <clears throat> and I was tweeting about Maine the other day because a story came out about Maine state of Maine, there's like 1.3 million people in Maine, obviously a lot of land. Um, in Maine, 41% of small businesses are expected to go bankrupt because of the reaction to the virus. Not because of the virus, because of the reaction to the virus. Um,
2: and how many people have died in business- Maine? Uh, Ninety three. Oh, OK. Sounds like sounds, sounds like something r- worth ruining your
3: economy over. And, and it feels but like that hasn't hit yet. Like uh, like on the south shore here, I just heard about a restaurant closing over the weekend. And it feels like people are trying to fight as hard as they can to make it right now. And at some point, they're just going to give up.
0: That's what it feels yes, like. Yes, it's going to happen. I mean, every day you see another another restaurant that's been around for decades, just kind of, you know, close its doors permanently. No, I'm sorry. Maine has 125 deaths total. This is updated. Four so thousand were- cases. But here's here's my favorite statistic: there 100, 125 total deaths in a state with 1.3 million people. There are seven counties in Maine, entire counties, that have had one or no deaths, one or zero. Seven counties. So in those counties where there's no cases, literally no problem, no issue at all they have to shut down and, and, and 25% capacity in restaurants and, you know, masks required. And uh, for a while, the gyms were shut down, uh, you know, the, the, the golf courses for a while. I mean, when there was no problem. So I tweet this, how this state where 41% of business is going to go, go under, uh, they have the same draconian measures as New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts. So what, what's the response immediately that I get from, the uh, Corona Bros from the people, the, the the team lockdown. It is oh, so what you're saying is it's working? It's working. So if it's New yeah. York where they have 32,000 deaths, they expect the governor and the mayor to to you know put their iron fist down on uh, on small business, and they do the same in Maine where there are no deaths, virtually no deaths. People say, see, it's working. So either way, they can look at the 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 you know the ridiculous overreaction and say this is what has to be done so people are dying you got to have this you know you got to have a snitch line where people rat out their neighbors for having a birthday party for a 10 year old kid or in or or it's there's no cases no issue and people say see that's because we shut down all the restaurants we it worked it worked so the team lockdown wins either way you know the panic The purveyors of panic porn win either way, which is a scary thing because unless there's or until there's a vaccine, they're never going to open up the economy. Uh, Or I shouldn't say that. Maybe they will November 4th. We'll see what happens. But like in Massachusetts, they've rolled it back to phase two. They've told people, okay, no more, uh, you know, uh, gym um, exercise classes with 20 people. We're going to roll that back to 10 because God knows Outdoor, you know, aerobics classes, you know, in the in the in the park, are spreading the virus. It's just so insane. It's just so. And and for some reason, most people buy it. The 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 um, approval rating of these these petty tyrants like like Cuomo and Murphy and freaking Charlie Baker is through the roof. People want to be locked down. I mean, not
2: everybody's not. I don't think they pulled small business people. But if you asked. Yeah. People who it's like they have like a weird kink fetish. They just enjoy <laughs> getting, you know, beaten and you know, injured. And maybe it turns these people on. I don't know what's wrong with them. They, it's like they just genuinely civil liberties. It turns out aren't really a big deal. People right. really don't care about them. That's one thing I've learned from COVID. That, that is a good point. That that they are they.
0: I mean, I've talked to people who disagree with me completely, and they're like, "Well, yeah. you can't be too careful." I'm like, "What?" I mean, it would be right. yeah. so, so, uh, uh, like going to a gym where you could possibly get in shape and you would no longer be, I don't know, obese. No, no, no. Can't do that. Shut that down. I'm like, but why? I
2: mean, isn't that a good thing? Don't you want people to try to get in shape, to try to lose weight? Well, and that's the other thing. It's like, so this is a disease that picks on the obese and the elderly, right? And, and that sucks. But at the same time, it's like – why are we catering for people who let themselves go? I'm sorry. I'll just come out and say it. I know this might sound cruel or whatever, but at the end of the day, like, you, you, you did nothing. You, you, Your doctor told you to exercise and stop eating Wendy's. You disregarded that information, and now a virus that comes comes along that picks on people like you, and the rest of us are supposed to sacrifice and just give up our lives because, God forbid, we spread it well, to I you. Well, I said
0: it months ago is why do we not see commercials, TV commercials for, you know, Jenny Craig and Weight Watchers saying – this could save your life, you know. That's hey, a good point. Hey, fat fatties out there. I mean, sign up here, <laughs> get your meals in the mail, and maybe you'll live through the virus because there's no there's no vaccine. Uh, maybe everyone's going to get it eventually. If you want to live,
2: you know, sign up. Do you think that's just too insensitive? Do you think that's... Yes. Um, that's what we've created. I think when doctors... Doctors can't even tell their patients they're fat anymore because they've like literally cried about it. <laughs> it's healthy. It's, we should be embracing this. Sports Illustrated is filled with fatties now. It's in the National Geographic. <laughs> I mean, it's. They Poor were, Sports it's, Illustrated
0: celebrated, uh, I don't know what they called it, Zoptic women. Uh, they also had a transgender individual. They also had someone with alopecia, no hair. And they also had a Muslim woman who was covered from head to toe in the swimsuit. Sexy. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, but. The the problem is, with you know opening up uh, football, college football, or going back to campus, is that you, is I think you hit on it. Is they don't want to say okay that person that whatever that coach, or that equipment manager, that person can't participate. I mean, someone asked Belichick, did he consider opting out of the season because he's older and he's not in the greatest shape? He's certainly not, you know, he's not like Tom Brady thin. And he said he feels fine that's all he didn't say yes or no he never does he just said i feel fine i'm ready to go would you i mean if if it's going to remain an issue how does andy reed deal with it how does the, all the college football coaches who are fat um or old
2: how do they deal with it because they including him. a lot of the players like like marcus cannon opted out but he might be high risk no yes he's had cancer i think he, you know he's one of
0: those guys who has a medical reason to opt out, which means he gets more money. You get like three hundred thousand if you're a medical reason, as opposed to hundred fifty thousand. But I think college football, at least the big big conferences, I think we're going to find out they're going to give it a shot. But here's the they have to say we're going to give it a shot. And when the, you know when there's a little spike, when a few players test positive, we'll make it through. We have backups. We have
2: hundred you know college football teams have hundred and twenty players. Well, get- you don't even need backups. You just play with COVID. This idea that if you get COVID, you can't play and spread. It's like, no, just understand. We're all going to get it, and that's okay. It's okay to get COVID. Well, I don't think, you gotta
0: not- yeah, I you're, think gonna you're gonna play go with it.
2: Why not? Yeah. Why can't <laughs> because, you play with COVID? Because you want to have.
0: Uh, you don't want everyone to get it at the same time. So you're gonna. Uh, why not? Li- if you're if this disease is so people, weak, who cares? Some people get the sniffles like Cullinane had over the weekend. By the way, we should yeah. commending him. He tweeted yesterday that he had the sniffles and he might not be able
3: to work today. And I'm here. And I'm here and I'm wow. healthy. You never know these days, right? Are you, you, know are, you are you throat okay? Sore. Throat was a little sore when I woke up, but then I had a cup of coffee. I'm good now. I'm good now. Throat
0: was a little sore. Any yeah. worries that this might be it? That no, worries. no need to see a test.
3: That guy tweeted at me and he said, basically, if, if you're not uh, on the toilet the whole day, you don't have COVID. So I'm going to go with that advice. I'm going to go well, with that advice.
0: Well, um, I mean, it would be it would be bold for them to say we're playing no restrictions. If guys get it, so what? They're young. They're not gonna die. But then you have the question of, I mean, if Nick Saban says that, Nick Saban is he's older than Belichick, I believe he's late sixties. Do you say, coach, you're not like the players. You're <laughs> you're at risk. And what's the answer to that? You just said, let everyone get it. Well, if you let the coach gets it, if Ed Orgeron gets it, he might croak. You know, that would be a big deal. That would be a
2: problem. So then, what do you do? Uh, uh, so so Trevor Lawrence gets it before the Fiesta Bowl. What are you going to not play him? Uh, it depends. Does he have,
0: is he asymptomatic? How often do you test well, him? I mean, if he's hacking other-
2: and coughing and, and, you know, wheezing. And- yeah, if he's asymptomatic. Suppose he's asymptomatic. You then, play him. Then you know, know what you do? Right? Then you know what you do? You don't test him. That's what
0: you do. You just
2: live I mean, in I agree with that. Talking- talking- that's like what about- the NBA does with weed, like, 20 years ago. Right. Like, the trailblazers keep getting suspended. So let's just stop testing
3: for weed. I mean, we're, ha- we're debating whether or not the sport is actually going to occur. We're sure as shit not going to debate whether they're going to play with COVID. Like, that's just not going to happen. Trevor Lawrence – if Trevor Lawrence got COVID midseason – he's not playing the rest of the season. Like, that's just a fact. Yes, then, that's a stupid,
2: then there's no point of having the season. He's then. taking oh. a week off or two, you know, 10 days or two weeks. He's not taking the season off. Uh, I was going to say, like, if that's the way it's going to be, I'd rather not even have a season. If it's like, at any point, the star player, the Heisman candidate could just be gone because of COVID. It's like, then what's the point of all this?
0: I'm telling you, when you hear people uh, who opt out or who people who are really paranoid, rarely do they have all the information. You know, like... A number of NFL players said they didn't want to play. I think the total number was 69 players opted out. Yeah, most and, from our team. And so, and some say when when they talk to them, oh, I have young kids at home. I don't want to take any chances. And there's no follow-up. There's no one saying, what do young kids have to do with it? I mean, yeah. Patrick Chung opted out and he was smart enough to say, "I my father is 80 and I don't want to take any chances. And I'm thinking, that's fine, but... Does he live with you? Why can't you just, you should be, if you're 80, you should be careful anyway, whether your son is playing in the NFL or not. I was thinking if that were my father, he would say, get your ass back to work. Get your ass back. And on top field.
2: of that, if you're playing in the NFL, you're going to be regularly tested. If you're not in the NFL, you're not going to be regularly tested. So That's your grandfather's point. actually safer if you play, because he'll know exactly whether or not you have it. And, and I think
0: it's that point where you say, if you go back and play, um, you just don't go see dad for a while. You you zoom call or FaceTime or talk on the phone or whatever, but you don't go see him. I understand with football more than more than baseball because guys like Patrick Chung or you know, a lot lot of defensive players Dante Hightower, they're dealing with, you know, physical pain. It hurts to play. And they're probably looking at this as a chance to heal up and take a year off and, you know, get an advance on next year's salary. And it's like, oh, good. I'll use COVID as an excuse to just take a break. The dumb, the real insane one was like David Price or Buster Posey. I mean, David Price pitches once every five days. He makes 32 million a year. I mean, prorated to whatever, but he doesn't want to take any chances because he has kids. What the hell does that mean? I mean, did someone could someone sit down and inform him? Is it asking too much that you read up and it to your children if you? If you're uh, exposed to the virus, it just and people think, uh, as you know, people would commend him and they'd call him, you know, unselfish or he, you oh, know, isn't that wonderful? He's going to sit out. Why? Why is that commendable? I don't
2: understand. I, I it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I I don't understand why is Dante
3: Hightower sitting out. Same thing. I don't I don't well, I, I don't get why that's commendable, but I I. Commend the fact that he has a choice, right? Like, so, so in college football, all these guys are all these presidents and ADs or whatever, they're all going to meet and nobody is going to have a choice. Like, Trevor Lawrence doesn't have a choice. He's, he's using his voice, but he doesn't have a choice. He's could totally dependent on whether or not, you know, all these presidents are going to allow him to play football, you know? Well, he, he,
0: yeah, sure. I mean, if they say we're playing, he can say, I don't want to play. I mean, he has a choice. It's, it's America. You always have a choice. Um, I think. I think he's smart enough, at least from reading his tweets and hearing, he's smart enough to know that it's not going to kill him. I mean, that's, that is that asking too much to just understand that it's not going to kill you if you're 20 years old and in good shape? As we mentioned earlier, these, these Alex Berenson guys, they all point out there is virtually zero risk. It is literally like one in a million for a kid in good shape, a healthy 18-year-old. It is literally one in a million that it's going to kill them.
2: And where is and where are you? If you're if you're worried about getting the virus, where do you think you're safer in a controlled environment like college football, where the coach is on your ass all the time, knows where you are, and tests you constantly, or back home on your own, doing whatever the fuck you want?
0: Uh, that's true. Uh, I mean, there. Yeah, you you got doctors, you got trainers. I mean, you're going to be. You're going to be doing everything right. You know, you're going to be eating right, so you're much to be safer for working the out. To be, uh, you're going to be in playing. great shape rather than staying home. So yeah, that's what's going to happen. you think guy like Marcus Cannon? Do uh, you think he's going to stay in tip-top shape while while not playing, or do you think he's going to let himself go a little
2: bit? Uh, sh- <laughs> it, probably. Uh, he he can't let himself. He has to stay. He can't get in his tip-top shape because then he can't be in the NFL. He, he plays offensive line, like he has to be obese right? <laughs> to play his position to be effective like at what he does job rec- i wonder if, how much does that affect like are these are
0: nfl players nose guys you know left tackles are they if they get
2: it are they in big trouble because they're so big i i don't know i don't know how that works i think they'd be more do- high risk than if tom brady got it or because they're so
0: young and otherwise healthy i mean are they going to be okay it Who, will be you know, wild I mean, The wild thing will be, and we've said it before, the NFL is going to start. They're going to try to play. No preseason. They're going to have all the rules with smaller crowds and, you know, weird face masks and everything else.
2: Will they have crowds at all in the NFL?
0: Yes. I think they will have crowds. I don't even understand why the, like, Major League Baseball doesn't have small crowds. Why do they just have cardboard cutouts? I don't understand why golf. How small are we talking?
2: How, like, uh, how, like how many will
0: fifteen thousand in a in a seventy thousand seat stadium? So one well, did you
2: see the governor of of Pennsylvania will not let Penn State put twenty thousand people in a stadium that fits one hundred five thousand? So will let that out.
0: What will the limit be? Like ten thousand? whatever it'll be it'll, is better than nothing. Well, I don't understand. I don't understand why you want nobody. Like in college, how about this first solution of college? All students get to go, obviously. Students get to go. They go free. They go, you know, on Penn State. At Penn State, you'd have at least, what, 10, 12, 15,000 students who'd be willing to go to the game? We Absolutely. know. We know they're young. We know and they're alumni. not vulnerable. I mean, you don't let – old fat people go you let young people go you get 10 12 15
2: 000 people they make a lot of noise or you it's let seen... people go you let herman Kane be an adult and make his own decision if he dies he dies it's like that's part of life herman kane chose to do what he did and that's okay people have a right to live you... their life and take a chance and sometimes I... it doesn't work out that's uh, okay that's, that's very
0: insensitive of you aiden i need charlie baker to protect me i need mm, I, I need him, him. i if you know i'm I'm looking out for my i'm I'm looking in my neighbor's backyard right now well it's a little early looking in my neighbor's yard i want to see whether you know they're having a play date he
3: All right, today's show brought to you by Flagship Wealth. Go to FlagshipWealth.com slash retirement. Dave, I'm here with you again. People loved that I was picking on you last ad, so we're doing this again. Let's do it. All right, so a lot of people have requested the guide. We're in the 700s, which is unbelievable. If you haven't got it, get your hands on it. But so many of you had, so now I think it's step two, right? What should people do now that they've read it? What do they do next?
0: Dave, they've got to act. You know, We just had the best July in over 10 years. The market is priced to perfection.
2: Uh, If you heard about the elections coming up, I've heard about this.
0: Congress oh, oh, you're is try,
3: you're trying to go back and forth right yes, now. Yes, okay, and Congress is at screwing
2: now. up where it comes to the stimulus package right now. We
0: tell you within this booklet where the market's going and how we're going to get there. So it's important you've got it.
2: Act on it.
3: Act on it. That's what you got to do. So go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Get your hands on it if you haven't. If you have... Act on it, whether that's call Dave, whether that's do more research for yourself. Whatever you're going to do, take the advice that's in the guide. Does that make sense? Take control of your retirement before the market does it for you, Dave. Ooh, that sounded good. Have you said that before? We're going to use that, I think. Yeah, I think you should keep that one. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC. It was amazing. When he rolled back to phase two, I have a um,
0: I have a letter here from a golf course, a, a prominent Massachusetts private course to the members. And it's detailing what they have to do now that they're rolling it back on under Charlie Longshank's new uh, edict. It's so bizarre there they, you are not. And, and it reads like a friggin the onion or Babylon Bee. You can't go to a bar and just have a drink. So it says a number of the members like to go to the bar after they play golf and have a drink, right? You're no longer allowed to do that. You cannot order a drink without food. <clears throat> now, I'm, I'm, I'll am I'm get the exact wording. If but you tell me somebody's in a meeting with the governor and they have this rule. They had the rule in, um, in New York. A bar started selling uh, Cuomo chips. Killer Cuomo chips. They were selling a bag of chips if you got a drink because the governor demanded that you had to get food. This stops COVID. If you have just a drink, COVID, you're, yeah. you're in trouble. If you don't, uh, so you have to get food. So then they changed the rule to say you needed more than just a bag of chips.
2: You it had has to be have- substantive. Some uh, I forget the the wording. He said chicken wings aren't good enough too. Chicken, chicken wings. wings
0: aren't a meal, correct? So you could eat a dozen chicken wings with a beer. Um, He's yes, never been limited, to my house. If you think chicken so many, wings aren't a meal, the restaurant at this golf club is being limited to twenty-five people, and it's a big place. So they're gonna they're just gonna take a bath. Here's here's the the law the rule. Al- alcoholic beverages can only be served if accompanied by food that is prepared on site will no longer be allowed to serve any alcohol beverages without food. So they came up and said, uh, uh, we know a number of members would like to um, just have a drink after they play. To accommodate this, we'll be introducing, quote, small appetizers, which will offer uh, personal sized snack portions for $2. So the solution this place comes up with is to have charge $2 for some appetizer that people don't even want. You can't order a drink without ordering food. So you're going to get to order $2 appetizers. This is a I don't know it's not a law. It's an edict. Obviously it's not passed by the legislature, but the governor is saying you can't sit at a bar and have a beer unless you have an appetizer. All because of a friggin' virus. Can you help me out? I'm confused where there's the connection, the the
2: in this in this train of thought like how does that help? I'm serious. It doesn't. I mean, how does anything, Jerry? This hasn't been making sense for months. And I always just go back to the protests. It's like the same people. I just cannot believe they had the balls right now to use, like, his justification for shutting down the state was like a lifeguard party in Falmouth. Right. And they all a wedding in Garden. They were all
0: 18 years old, 19 yeah. years old. They didn't know they had it. They got the virus. They're going to get through it. But, and, and, he came up he, uh, again. The governor of Massachusetts and Rhode Island, I believe, said the same thing. A number of places gave out the number and encouraged you to rat out your neighbors if they. Not had only a that,
2: the up. state police. And I want to say something about that. So, like, did the state police not realize of Rhode Island that they're one their biggest um, defenders during the last probably the hardest couple months of their existence? I would argue. Yeah. The police in general. The people who had their backs, the minority of people who had their backs are the same people who are anti-lockdown, who are most likely to violate this. And you have the balls to put out a statement saying you're going to arrest them. Screw you. If that's the way it's going to be, you deserved everything that these assholes gave you for the (laughs) last two months. It's a good point. It's like, you really are going to knock on doors
0: and say, how many people are in in your backyard pool? You know, I mean... Kids, one of the things, I read the whole thing the other day, and it's laugh out loud funny. Howie Carr wrote about it and and just uh, shredded uh, Charlie Baker. Uh, One of the things was about don't have multiple children at your play date. Have it just one other kid. So you have a, so they're literally talking about, you know, like six-year-olds and saying don't have more than two six-year-olds. Again, no Absolutely no basis in you know scientific you know, evidence or facts, just totally made up by a guy who's so drunk on his own power. He's sitting home saying, "What else can I come up with now to pretend that I'm you know flattening the curve, which is supposed to last two weeks?" A friend of mine went to Maine uh, for the weekend, and he he told me that he didn't go through the tolls. He took the you know the Route One as opposed to staying on the main turnpike because he thinks they're going to track us using easy pass and you're going to get a thousand dollar ticket in the mail if it shows you didn't quarantine for two weeks now that is friggin chilling and, and, and you may be right maybe it'll, the cops will enforce it and people will applaud it and his approval rating will go up but you cannot tell me that you know civil libertarians or anybody with a brain is going to say oh good we're tracking those scoff laws. What if you just go to Maine or go to New Hampshire, or go to Rhode Island by yourself or with your family and then go home? Why do you need to quarantine for two weeks? And if you don't,
2: is the government really going to fine you like big fines, thousands of dollars? And where is the ACLU on literally the biggest attack on civil liberties in American history? That's a
0: great question. It is. It, I mean, that should be right up their alley, but they're too busy. Dealing with, you know, transgender issues or, you know, like transgender track stars or, or suing the cops,
2: know, suing cops or making sure the borders are are, are open um, borders so- with the country, not with states. State borders, right. for some reason, are enforced in this country, but national borders are not. And by the way, the, the new thing that they're all CNN is sharing and all the left wing media outlets are like everyone's favorite socialist prime minister from New Zealand is reporting that they've had no deaths and the, there's no COVID there and it's not spreading. What they always fail to mention is, A, it's an island nation, so it's a lot easier to contain. And B, they've literally shut down their borders for five months. No one can come in and out of that country. So do you want us to shut down borders? Is that I, what they're saying? I mean, look at Hawaii is the same way. Hawaii has like no
0: deaths, but they shut everything down and they're arresting tourists who uh, who tweet or Instagram, their you know, photos on the beach because they didn't stay in their hotel room. They're arresting tourists if they don't stay in their hotel room for two weeks. Who the hell's going to do that? By the way, it's true. You're going to commend an island and say, "Boy, we should have done like they did," you know.
2: We should have done what, you know. T- t- and they're back to normal.
0: Tobago did or something. I mean, okay,
2: that's fine. So let's trade it. Close down the borders. No one from Mexico can come in here ever again. Yeah, I'm sure they go for that. Well, Canada, you can't drive in, but you
0: can fly in. Which you can't drive in. You can't drive in from Canada, but you can fly in. I have a friend. Owns a motel in in Old Orchard Beach, which is all Canadian French Canadian. That's his his clientele is all French Canadian, and he is, like, I don't know if he's gonna you know close up or go bankrupt, but he's. He, I saw him the other day. He said he's had one room filled. One. Because there's no French Canadians driving in. His, his clientele don't fly. They drive in and they stay for a week. And they can't come in. Unless you fly, you can't come in. So he's screwed. But who cares? He'd probably be one of the 41% main small businesses that go under, even though there is no problem with the virus in this state at all. There are, like, there's nobody in the hospital. There's nobody dying. It's remarkable, and people still go, "Yeah, well, that's because we did all these things." You know, that's because they shut the border and they they don't shut down restaurants, so we're all better off. It's just, it is. You you are right. It has shined a light on how freaking stupid people are, and how
2: gullible, and how easily led down the road. No, but what what Trump is missing out on in this, Jerry, is that the state, the Big Ten, is the most important, literally, part of the country. Wisconsin, Ohio state michigan Michigan, penn state those four states right there are critical to his election right do you think most people in those states want the college football team to play of course so capitalize on that he should be out there that should be a literally front and center issue is making sure college football plays it increases his chances of winning in florida of winning in north carolina of winning in all those big 10 states those are important states but is he doing that? I'm not hearing that. It's a that. good point.
0: And there's this controversy, I think, I think in, you mentioned Darren Revelle and other guys on Twitter, that do the media, does the media, people want football, sports media, does, do they want football? And the response is always, of course, that's how they make their living, they cover football. But there's a more important thing at play, and it's Donald J. Trump, and most of the media... I'd say not not all, but 99.9% of the media wants Donald Trump to lose, so they don't want football to come back strong and and and, and lend uh, add to this appearance that the world uh, is back to normal. That's what they're afraid of. So they would give up football in a heartbeat if it helps Biden at all. I mean, they'll say, "Look, we can't do this because you know we got you know we got no football, we got no school, but." Blah, blah. They don't want. We've gone over there with the teachers union. They don't want. They don't want to go back to to work because they don't want to help Trump. That's the whole reason for everything. Of course, the media who hates Trump don't want football back because that helps Trump. Simple as that. I mean, I the funniest thing that happened over the weekend. I hope you saw it. Was when Biden rode a bike. He rode a bike. I did not see that. Oh, he rode a bike. He rode Jesus. a bike with a mask on and no helmet. Oh and that's when uh what's his name Peter Ducey from uh, Fox asked him have you picked your running mate and he said yes who is it going to be and he said you and immediately the the story was he has picked a running mate but he hasn't announced who he's going to announce who this week the conventions next week the the virtual convention and the rose ceremony or how is he doing this Uh, it's a good question but so he rides a bike And immediately, all the the left wingers on Twitter, like Rex Chapman, compares Biden riding a bike to Trump going down that ramp at the military uh, academy real slowly and said, you know, who's feeble now? And uh, Brian Brian Steltler, that clown, the the human potato on CNN, said, oh, yeah, you really think Joe Biden is uh, is, is feeble? Look, he's riding a bike. (laughs) And he literally, you know, the, the camera shows him go, I don't know, maybe... 50 yards on the bike with a couple other people, I think his wife,
2: and, you know, no. no, no. He made another racist remark about black people, by the way, over the weekend, that the media, I mean, we heard, how long did we hear about Trump's offhand comment about shithole countries, which are shithole countries? We heard about that literally nonstop for weeks. We still hear about that. But Joe Biden now, two times now, has treated black people as a monolith, that saying, if you're not, and suggested that if you're not, uh, voting for him you're not you're black. black he yep. did it again
0: he did it again when he said uh the there's some diversity in the hispanic culture unlike the black culture they're all the same and then he's like, saying
2: the quiet part out loud that's which, literally what the democrats know and it's like it's the truth but he's saying it out loud
0: i just saw one of the newsbusters uh, stories where they went they monitored all the networks that didn't get covered i mean i know it's no surprise but Uh, A a presidential candidate, one of two, said all blacks think the same, and there was no coverage. They are working overtime to protect their guy. But that is, speaking of which, I I forgot to do this the other day, and nobody did it. It was remarkable. I still have it here, the story, where Ed Markey, who's running, who's in the Senate, our junior senator in Massachusetts, running against Kennedy to keep his seat, uh, you know, DJ Henry, he's a, at uh, pace in New York was in 2010, he was killed by a cop. It was not a big story, national story then, but it might turn out to be because his family is, uh, talking again and Markey tries to jump, I don't know, glom on and use it because that's what politicians are doing now. You know, hating cops, DJ Henry's family said, screw him. We called him. When this all happened he bl- not only did he blow them off he called them
2: colored he called video that was never on like video or doesn't doesn't mark he
0: apologized
2: he apologized Wait, for to. it he has to he well, can't you can't call you can't ever accuse. Well, remember adam jones you can't accuse people like that of lying so yeah, you he could to,
0: say he could say well it's a misunderstanding i never said that which is what i thought he'd say instead he said Uh, he apologizes and there was very little coverage there was some I'm looking at the report from uh, from uh, CBS in Boston and uh, DJ Henry's father Dan Roy Henry said my wife and I came to you ten years ago as grieving parents asking for your help with our son's murder not only did you not act in any did you not act in any way but we felt like you were just dismissing us even using the term "colored" in our conversation. What was that, Marky supposed to do? He was supposed to bang the desk and demand an investigation and say one of the, uh, you know, one of my constituents was shot by a cop. I mean, we talked about it a lot on uh, my old radio show. We had the fa- uh, his father on. He was twenty years old, football player at Pace. He was out with friends when some people started a fight. Police showed up and Officer Aaron Hess jumped on the hood of Henry's car and shot him to death. Hess was never indicted and he retired from the Pleasantville Police Department with his pension. Henry's family has been fighting to reopen the investigation. Um, and and, and uh, Ed Markey comes out and says, I strongly support the Henry family's effort to reopen in the case of the murder of their beloved son, DJ. Now, the, the Henry family easily could have said, "You know, thanks. You know, we appreciate it, Senator. We we need all the help they can get." I give him credit. They said when they reached out to Markey ten years ago, he blew them off. What and the, he called them colored.
2: They're from you imagine? His di- are they from his district? They yes. Live in- well, they're from all. Well, he's a senator, so of course. No, but are. he wasn't ten years ago. Ten years ago, he was a representative from Malden. So they reached
0: out to everybody, I'm sure. And who cares? I mean, you don't. But, think, what it uh, cares whatever, because
2: I don't think he. I don't think they're do you, in his district, Jerry. So I what that do you matter. think, Ayanna
0: Presley wouldn't jump on this, whether they're in the district or not? We're talking you about. You said
2: it was. His, you said it was one of his constituents. Do you don't think that matters? Well, he is now. He's a senator, yeah, so now, obviously he is he now. But he wasn't back then.
0: Okay, are, are you listening to me? Ed I Markey am listening to him, you. Their, their son, unarmed, young black
2: guy. Yeah, I got that part. Got
0: dead by I a cop. Yeah. And they're calling all the and everyone in Congress, probably the senators and everyone else. And Marquis blows Markey blows him off. And calls them colored my question is what if this were you name the you know the republican what if this were matt gates or, or or jim jordan what if it was you know whoever uh, in the senate if it were uh, mitch mcconnell you think if if one of those guys blew off a grieving black family and called them colored you might have heard
2: about it well, the
0: Republican can't deny it,
2: at least. Like, like Ed Markey is in a position where he can't deny it because you have to believe everyone these days. Like Adam Jones. I mean, that's a perfect example of that. You have to believe it. I don't think he called him colored. And if he did, it was probably in a situation, Jerry, where, I'm sorry, when the appropriate term is people of color, can you really blame some old white guy if he screws it up and he says a different My version of
0: people point is, what of color? if a Republican did it? The cover up by the media is just. It's, uh, incredible, incredible that you could do this. If you're a Democrat, no big deal. But anyway, I want to get to a couple other things, a couple other things. Uh, let me check the latest in, on the rioting in Chicago, see if anyone drove off with any Teslas. Um, uh, yes, one of the most dishonest things you will get from the media is the coverage of the Michael Brown shooting in Ferguson missouri i mean i did this yesterday on twitter i had this big twitter fight with seth abramson author poet professor he said he lived in boston and followed me on the radio and has always hated me so he started attacking me um and then i noticed he had eight hundred thirty-four thousand followers so i started fighting back and got a bunch (laughs) of people jumping in on both sides but the dishonesty you get with the michael brown story is incredible i don't know if we can play Um, Greg Popovich, just insufferable phony, Greg Popovich. But he did, he had a press conference after his game. I guess they played a game. I don't even know. San Antonio played a game yesterday. So his press conference, all he wanted to talk about was Michael Brown. And it was the most dishonest take by the biggest phony out there, except maybe LeBron. But one of the biggest phonies in sports, Greg Popovich, uh, wanted to uh, pay tribute to Michael Brown.
1: You know, having said that, just a reminder to you guys why we're here. You know, it's, it is the opening of the NBA and we're gonna have a playoff and there's gonna be a champion and that sort of thing. But the the thing that's even bigger for our country at this moment is this emphasis that uh, so many more people seem to have. And that's, uh, you know, the racial injustice that we see. Uh, And, it's become more obvious uh, because of the killings of so many young black men. And we always hear about thoughts and prayers when our children are gunned down at schools or are- okay, can we get to the Michael Brown part? Navy or airmen, army, uh, seals, no matter what it might be militarily when they are, killed thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers and it's the same way when young black men and young brown men are killed uh, today's six- year anniversary for Michael Brown I don't know if any of you thought of that oh, today Christ. but six years ago today he was gunned down and killed uh, so this was this was a young man who had just graduated from high school about a week earlier oh God, right? Jesus Christ. And there was some sort of an altercation that everybody uh, is not agreed upon yet. Oh, God. But the fact that it is agreed upon is this is a young man with his hands in the air running away from an officer. That's agreed on? Running away and received six shots in the back that killed him. Ah, ah. Just another example of, of an overall culture. Not every policeman so don't take it out of context, but an overall culture <laughs> that sort of presumes guilt or feels danger because it's a young black man. And this particular officer even said that, that he was in fear of his life. Now, I can't imagine being in fear of my life if somebody's running away from me. Oh, oh, God. That's not too scary. And of course, uh,
0: shut up, Pop. He is. He's so just
2: why did the, the fact that these people have the nerve to chime in on any social events after being silent about Hong Kong and the nonsense that went on there nine months ago is absolutely absurd. Like these guys think they still have credibility after they shut their mouths about some of the worst human abuse, you know, violations in right the now world. It's, right now, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's simple.
0: I mean, maybe Hong Kong is not that simple, the issue of free Hong Kong and, you know, the, no, the, the deal you know, with China. But here's a simple thing. There are Muslims in China who are being used as slave labor to make the sneakers that LeBron James and Colin Kaepernick sell. They, they, they're, they're slaves and they're making the crap that Colin Kaepernick is pushing. Nike's paying Kaepernick millions. And these people, these Uyghur Muslims, are making the stuff, and Colin Kaepernick does not care. LeBron James does no. not care. And this frickin' phony Popovich doesn't care. What he just said to you, I mean, I don't know if there were any follow-up questions. The media probably doesn't care. They're probably nodding and saying, not he? Isn't said he had he, his
2: hands up. He said he it, had his hands up, Joe. Isn't he lie? Isn't he
0: dreamy? I mean, Popovich is not a handsome man, but they would absolutely love to work the shaft because he is you know, a, a, a voice for the, you know, for their side. And he hates Trump and he's going to work hard to get Biden elected. And he lies about cops all the time. I,
2: I, said, I the hands he up. He did the hands up thing. He did. The, like, he what
0: said, are you talking I mean, about? You uh, do a minimum amount of homework on this to read up. I mean, hell, Not everyone minimum, remembers nothing, only six nothing. years ago. Michael Brown is a was a huge kid. Big guy. He he, he trashed a store. Assaulted the store owner, the Asian store owner, stole cigars. Um, Darren, Officer Darren Wilson tried to stop him. He tried to take his gun and kill him. Darren Wilson shot him. Hands up, don't shoot, is a lie, and everybody knows it. It's a his lie. His
2: fingerprints were on the holster, were they not? By the way, it's a like lie like that
0: a- led to mass you know, uh, rioting, looting, other people dying, burning. Remember his father? Remember what his father famously said, Michael Brown's father? Burn the bitch down. His, oh, I mean, really? this was investigated by the Department of Justice. Eric Holder and Barack Obama said the shooting was justified, and "hands up, don't shoot" was a lie. Um, Popovich is lying, and he's doing it to create more uh, discord, more, more anger, and and no one will call him out. He's just repulsive. He and Steve Kerr, the both of them, and LeBron are just repulsive. Uh, and and the new take is. As you saw from Stan Van Gundy, another obnoxious, oh my God. liberal, he, he said, it doesn't matter what's happening in China. We once killed the Indians and enslaved african Um So, wait, so wait, look at I our own problems. That, and I went at him on Twitter like a lot of people did and said. Who didn't? Yeah. All right, who didn't? Everybody did. It's like, well, those things, we stopped doing those things. We solved those problems. We've moved on. Now, let's talk about now. China has Muslims in concentration camps. We don't. We are better than they are. We are better, uh, a better culture, a better country. It's not, you know, There's no moral equivalency here. If they're putting people on trains, sending them to concentration camps, and having them make and work as slaves, they have, they're doing the evil, and we're not. Simple as that. But these guys, Popovich and Kerr and Van Gundy, are all full of it, and they're just trying to ingratiate themselves to the players. Simple as that. They cannot alienate the players. That's the most important thing. So if you're Popovich, you lie. You lie about Michael Brown. You lie about Officer Darren Wilson. I don't know how cops aren't just disgusted with him. I'd like to work the detail and have to you know, protect him or whatever, have to walk, serve, serve this, this lying, phony Greg Popovich. He's just disgusting. Multi-millionaire. I know, by the way, we did one time, we looked at where he lives. He lives in a gated community on a golf course. I
2: guarantee you,
0: uh all his You know what I hate about him though, whiter than you. the others,
2: is like he puts on this whole like, yeah, I'm a liberal, but I'm like a tough guy. Like I don't like this guy, right. Donald Trump. I'm not like some weak social justice warrior. This guy's just a friggin' moron from Russia. What's wrong with him? What's wrong? Like he he puts on this whole persona. Like, you know, at the end of the day, Greg Popovich, if you probably were like friends with him. He'd probably be a regular guy. He doesn't believe any of this shit. He just knows he coaches in the NBA, which is by far the wokest of all the leagues, and he wants to stay relevant.
0: And uh, I'm telling you, it's not that hard. You could talk about, you know, George Floyd. Obviously, you could talk about Eric Garner. You know, you could talk about. Uh, you, you could find other examples. Michael Brown is a lie. And by the way, when they say, "Oh, this, this," they're they're hunting down young black guys, or just. It, that's a lie too. I mean, it's a lie. We've gone through the statistics. more white people get shot by cops, more unarmed white people guys mostly than 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 black guys it's It's just statistical, but it doesn't work for him and to me that's kind of revealing. what he just said yesterday about Michael Brown is that he has got no reluctance to lie to embellish so anytime he starts going on one of these rants, just know he doesn't stick to the facts. he's making stuff up. Um, I'll tell you who's not making stuff up, Shea Concrete. I'm going to do Shea Concrete, and I'm going to tell you about the, the the to me, the biggest asshole, of famous asshole of the weekend. Tops even Popovich, even Popovich. I'm going to tell you about this, and uh, it's a very very famous uh, athlete, and he is just just nauseating. But I'll get to that after I tell you about home about uh, Shea Concrete. This is for you homeowners and you home builders. You know about my brother-in-law, Greg. You know about Shea Concrete. They have a huge selection of precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old stair in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for your home. Available in concrete or you can customize with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. Bluestone. That's my new favorite. Bluestone. Very classy look. Uh, check out the bluestone. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your new home and dramatically increase the value of of your home. In most cases, they can remove your old stairs and have you, walk up, have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that. A day like today, you can sit inside, crank the AC, and watch them do all the hard work. And when they're done, your home will look better and be worth more. Learn more about Shay's precast concrete steps at shayconcrete.com And you can also look for a job there. If you're one of those people who've lost your job, maybe this is the bounce back you're looking for the rebound you're looking for. Go to uh, SheaConcrete.com, see what they get to offer, or just send your resume to jobs at SheaConcrete.com. All right, maybe I overstated. Maybe he's not as big an asshole as uh, Greg Popovich, but but, um, it's close. What do you think of Lance Armstrong? See, Lance Armstrong broke my heart. Um, I was a big fan. His book, uh, It's Not About the Bike, one of the great, I guess he called it a sports uh, biographies, inspirational. I never realized how close he was to death. He had tumors on his brain, in his lungs. He was uh, close to death, very gaunt, very weak. Didn't look good for him. He bounced back. Not only he bounced back, he won seven Tour de France's. Just incredibly inspirational guy. All of that was a lie. I mean, talk about a guy lying to you. Lance Armstrong's whole life was a lie, and... When he really lost me was when I heard or read that maybe, you know, all the uh, performance-enhancing drugs he did maybe uh, contributed to the uh, cancer or uh, maybe made it worse. He survived. He was, you know, denying it every minute of every day, denying he did anything wrong. I used to believe him. That's how stupid I was. It was all a lie. He's the biggest cheater ever. He's the biggest asshole ever. And if you read, like, the unauthorized biographies, he was just a mean guy. He was like Ellen. You know, he was mean to everybody, and he, he wrote it off as com- competition. But all the guys on his own team, kind of, not all of them, many of them bailed on him. But check this out. He's still in the bike business, the bike, uh, you know, uh, bicycle business in uh, Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. He's decided he's no longer going to provide services for the police, the Austin Police Department. His bike shop will no longer supply bicycles or repairs for the cops. He had a contract last
2: year. Last year he had a contract
0: for $314,000 with the cops to provide bikes and repairs. He's breaking that off because, you know, it's cool to hate cops now. That's incredible. Especially when you're talking about a guy... Who kind of could use all the help he could get.
3: That shows. That really does show how cool it is to hate cops when a guy is trying to repair his image by doing so. Right? I that's
2: guess. a good point. That's a hot take, Cullinan. <laughs> that, that is a that hot is,
3: take. That is insane. Like, that's that is,
2: going on Turtle Boy Queets. Oh, yeah. there we go. I like that. Yeah, I like that. What's going I like that. Um,
0: according to social media posts from Austin's Mellow Johnny's Bike Shop, I guess he's, his name is so... Disgrace that he doesn't call it, you know, Lance Armstrong's bike shop. But they called they uh, decided to terminate the contract with the police in light of the, quote, current evaluation of community policing in Austin. That is incredible. Even if you wanted to hate cops, why why, why would you do this now? Why would you do this if you're Lance Armstrong? I guess you know why? Because Austin is like it's not Texas. Austin is more like Portland or Seattle. Yes, it's full of hippies. It's full of radicals. And he's, and maybe he thinks those are his customers. You know, those are, boy, they did a whole post on how they're, um, they're done dealing, uh, serving the police because, you know, police are the bad guys now. Well, and I
2: would say, bring, do you think most people who bike are liberal or conservative, Jerry? Uh,
0: I bike. I'm not liberal, but I would answer, you're would probably right. Most are probably yeah. liberal. Yes. Especially in Especially Austin. Especially in Austin. Yeah. They have ponytails, you know, they bike to work. They, they, they only
2: believe in, you don't see a lot of Trump supporters showing up to rallies on their bikes. Do you
0: No, Trump supporters are more likely to get annoyed at all the bikes that are like clogging up. Yes.
2: (laughs) Get the fuck out of my way. My truck's coming down the road. Get out of my way.
0: Yes. So, so I guess it's a way to pay, uh, to, to pander to his customers. But you imagine being a cop and you're sitting there going, what did I do? George Floyd dies, you know, thousand miles away. And I can't get my bike fixed by this asshole. This 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 world. Well, it doesn't sound like it's a part,
2: so. He's not doing. He's not telling individual police officers, "I won't fix your bike." He's just getting rid of his contract with the police. It sounds like to yeah, repair guess, the but, police. Uh, yeah, place. I mean, as long as you don't wear your uniform
0: in there and or have a badge showing, you know, he'll fix a flat for you. But if you're, uh, you know, in there as part of the police force in Austin, but again. It's like what is that what did, I mean I'm looking right now to see if there was a specific thing that they did in Austin to piss people off like shoot somebody or beat somebody Well no, but their
2: bikes somebody. the bikes at the rallies Jerry have become symbolic cuz cops use the bikes now to push back crowds you know yes. so that's Yes. Probably well, what he considers a weapon. He doesn't want the bikes says, being weapons. Um <laughs> Um, I'm not kidding. I assume that's the thought process. This is the
0: statement from Lance Armstrong's bike shop. I'll continue. In the context of the current evaluation of community policing in Austin, we've decided to no longer purchase, resell, or service. Police issued Trek bicycles and accessories under the city of Austin's request for proposal the shop was previously awarded. So some other bike shop is going to get $300,000 because Lance Armstrong doesn't like cops. It just and because if George Floyd again, and you and I talk about this every time if George Floyd did not die under the knee of Derek Chauvin, Lance Armstrong doesn't do this. (laughs) And if George Floyd didn't die under the knee of Derek Chauvin, do they do they loot a Tesla store in Chicago last night? And do they probably trash an entire mall? Um, we're gonna learn more about this, but I'm gonna guarantee I'm gonna I'm gonna speculate I'm gonna predict that it was totally justified. I read the story this morning. obviously it was breaking news, but Akai was turning and shooting at the cops. They shot back. they didn't kill him. they injured him. That's pissed off some couple of uh, very uh passionate guys in uh, on the crime scene who said the guy it was the kid was innocent didn't shoot they shot him in the back all the usual lies the Popovich style lies and that led when the sun went down to people trashing an entire mall a jewelry store a Tesla store a Saks Fifth Avenue they didn't no low budget looting here this was high end looting they
2: didn't go to the dollar store
0: I retweeted a picture some woman or girl I don't know a female went through the store looking for a device to cut off the security things you know off all the clothes and she videotaped herself you know going through the drawers looking for the tool that takes that thing that sits off the alarm off all the weren't they looting yeah. i was wondering that i guess Was she worried about the alarm for i it's a good question maybe she thought uh uh she she thought she would have trouble getting it off once she got home maybe she thought that that tool was the only way to get those things off I don't know, Amazon. but the video is wild. You actually see them go through an entire mall and trash it. It is wild.
3: <laughs> it's but. actually, I feel like that's uh that's actually decent publicity for malls these days <laughs> compared to uh, Amazon just taking over every store inside the mall for to become. a oh, Well, that's true. There was but an Am- I mean, oh, they, the Amazon they store. Oh, go there for commerce. At least that's nice.
0: I don't think the Amazon store that I saw trashed last night was in um, Chicago. I think it was in Seattle, uh, and of course, they're trying to burn. I, every day when I watch video from Portland, I don't understand. Do you help me out? Why don't they – why don't the cops stop them from trying to burn down the police union's building with peace, people in it? The mayor admitted that, that – that clown, Ted Wheeler, admitted that you're trying to kill people when you set a building on fire. He said that murder. Is that still a crime? Is that still against the law? Because they're not doing much
2: about it. No, now that the police have been pulled out, and it, it's just the sad part I, is Jerry. When I watch stuff like that, all I can think of is none of this matters. The only thing that matters right now is coronavirus. It's like none, <laughs> of the looting doesn't matter. Like nothing matters more than coronavirus. It's true. I didn't election. see
0: those looters were not wearing masks and they were not social distancing. They're in trouble now, Aiden. I two more things before we go. I laughed out loud at uh, three hundred Globe employees picketing. Fenway Park, because the owner of the Globe, John Henry, Linda Pazuti, are also owners of the Red Sox, um, and they're not happy. They don't have a contract, and I'm telling you, this is Iran, Iraq, or, or, or Kennedy versus Markey. I want them both to lose. But the, the the funny part to me is when they get this support from other you know workers or unions. The NFL Players Union uh, tweeted out their support of Globe employees. <laughs> is there any? Two groups more disparate than, than the NFL players and Globe employees. I mean, Globe employees are no different than New York Times employees. They're radical leftists, you know, who, who you know probably hate football or don't care about football. But, you know, Workers Unite. Here's the funny thing is they never want to admit that the business is dying. I mean, the Globe is bleeding money. John Henry is bleeding money trying to keep this vanity project going and – they think they're you know journalists who are still out there shining the light of truth on, on, on corruption and all the old you know cliches. When it's just you know Henry and Pazuti's little plaything, those people don't matter. They could fire them all tomorrow, and they would you know run wire stories or whatever. It wouldn't be any different than it is now. They're not it, it, journalism is dead. This this is not a newspaper. We've gone over this many times. He,
2: he, the idea was, is, is Shirley out there picketing? Shirley wrote the story, I believe. Was it the story? Well, was she on the front H1? lines with a sign? That's a good question. Was she uh, picketing? I mean, the,
0: the, that is rich. Listening to someone, the, the, I mean, the last thing. Are there you, any pictures of this? Did this actually yeah. happen? Yes, I saw a video. would you, you don't and pay attention he to the new. Was
2: Colin? Was Colin down there? He is a man of the Ooh, streets. That's a good question. I, he usually chimes in a few days
0: later. Right, but that's uh, a good question. If Cullen...
2: Whether or not he was there, he was going to tell you he was
0: there, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what? He could smell the pro- uh, could the picket it, line. Yeah. He could feel oh, it. Yeah. Oh, man, could he feel well,
2: it. Maybe he's down at Sully's for a pint first. I don't know if he had time to get down there to finish his corned beef sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: looking forward to the Cullen, uh, Cullen uh, take on the uh, showdown between John Henry and his uh, social justice warriors, that uh that call themselves journalists but uh, hopefully they can uh, both lose and finally the you and i talked about this let me get this up talked about this before we started recording you had some good
2: stuff on tb daily news but my favorite what was my favorite what was your favorite over the weekend uh i would say that well favorites kind of messed up but uh the 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 rapist that was bailed out by the bail fund right that's true the, and then raped again so uh barstool sports ellie schnitt and all these people that were raising money for this bail fund and they claimed, no it only goes to the peaceful protesters the, it's very selective about who gets bailed out turns out it doesn't actually matter it just goes to a general fund and their policy is literally free everyone because they don't believe in bail and that apparently includes rapists a, a young man uh three-time rapist Maybe, don't, maybe give him a couple more. He'll get it out of his system. <laughs> w- wanted to get out of jail. You know, he literally just raped a month ago. So they bailed him out for $15,000. That's 15 grand bid. And it, what did he do? He raped again over the weekend. So he's in jail. Uh, I don't think he's getting bailed out this time. But why he, not? In- why not? well you know what's bad jerry when even the globe is writing about you and rachel rollins is calling you out that's like you've gone too far and i've analyzed like who's on this bail fund it's just a bunch of white women one's from hopkinton the other two are from cambridge they're all like they look exactly how you imagine a bunch of black lives matter white women from the suburbs would look
0: um and it's upset everybody including willie Gross, the commissioner uh it is disgusting and you at the time were calling out not just you know the 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 barstool people who were uh saying that this you know this is just to bail out peaceful protesters think of how dumb that is
2: peaceful protesters don't get arrested especially in this day and age in their mind they do though in their mind there's literally like cops are coming around picking people up for no reason at all it takes a lot to get arrested hell in in in
0: uh, portland i mean you can set buildings on fire they, did you see over the weekend when that old woman tried to stop them from burning a building and they dumped i did paint. see, that and they threw shit on her they dumped paint on her head and I, I don't think they got arrested it's remarkable what they get away with I, I need to know that i mean they get arrested and if you follow it they never have to pay bail they get arrested and uh, released immediately and then they get arrested again why can't they just make them detain them for a while why can't they make them pay bail why can't they at least slow down these these radicals out in Portland I don't get it the feds aren't there anymore it's just local cops and local
2: politicians dealing with this how about when the well, who's the police it? commissioner of Portland uh i I'm, the mayor is the mayor, the mayor is also the police commissioner in Portland so there's but, your answer but the mayor is
0: allegedly you know fed up so good it's time to start I don't know, arresting he? people and holding them there was one story it wasn't in Portland but these these uh Antifa guys sets of fires i was in uh, chicago or dc and now they're facing life in prison the two lawyers in new york who threw molotov cocktails at a cop car in a cop car and their lawyers they're facing 30 years in prison now those stories are going to be feel good stories when they finally get sentenced like a lawyer you know young radical lawyers get sentenced 30 years in prison that'll be a wonderful day that'll feel like you know justice has finally prevailed but until then you know, let's go grab a Tesla. If you if if you see them like driving out of the Tesla store with new Teslas, you think the cops will stop them or will they you know let them go because you know
2: they just try. It's just a peaceful protest. They're just upset about George Floyd. Yeah, there's that one guy with the navy shirt on that got beat up. Oh my God! Oh, that's right. For that guy in Buffalo. That poor guy. That's, That's right. they'll just bring those up over and over we'll again.
0: Know, we'll know we'll know the name of the kid or guy. I don't even know if he's a grown up or a teenager who got shot by cops yesterday afternoon, middle of the afternoon in um, Chicago. We'll know his name. It probably doesn't matter if he was shooting because uh Brooks Books was shooting, doesn't matter. It won't matter to George Popovich or uh, Greg Popovich, it won't matter to uh, LeBron James, it won't matter to Seth Abramson. The poet your and your boy your boy seth who, how did he even find you he said he grew up not grew up he said he was listening to me for years because i was on the radio and he hated me then but as i tweeted uh. back i said thanks for listening um but then <laughs> Ooh, I, you got you know, him roasted he's got like don't mess with jerry callahan on twitter he, <laughs> he claps back he, he claps back. he's got like 27 college degrees and he's a professor so he's teaching kids at unh parents are paying real money to have their kids taught by this radical who thinks Michael Brown had his hands up and said, don't shoot. It's, I mean, the most basic lie, simple. I mean, we know the guy, Darren Wilson, was not held
2: uh, uh, culpable for this by Barack You know how we Obama. know that? Because the, the Obama, the black president Correct. and the black attorney general thoroughly investigated it and determined that it was all a lie. Correct. And that's, the, I mean, think of that. Ed
0: Eric Holder said the shooting was justified. Doesn't matter to people like uh, the poet and professor Seth Abramson or the liar, Greg Popovich. They don't care. This kid in Chicago won't matter whether he was shooting back. Cops shot him. Cops now, as you know, are supposed to uh, let themselves get shot. That's part of the job. Let yes. themselves get shot rather than uh, risk setting off a whole new wave of rioting and looting but uh, it's happening now in chicago hopefully it won't go on for 69 days like it's been going on in portland but we'll see we will see all right turtle boy good job thanks you can read turtle boy tb daily news a lot of good stuff there including the story about the bail fund it is scary because the cops and the commissioner and they knew this guy was going to rape again they knew it if he got out, oh, he'd yeah. do it again. It's what he does. It's he, what he like, does, as things. you point out. Yeah, it's
2: just, that's his thing.
0: They, they, and and these, these, these suburban, white suburban housewives and Barstool employees bailed him yes. out. Let's not forget and him. what did he do? He raped again. Um, maybe he who knows. He'll, he'll do it again. That's the way it works. Or the guy, uh, the other guy that got um, released because of coronavirus and went and murdered the mm-hmm. woman that he raped—did you follow that one over the weekend? Unfortunately, I, he killed himself. Too. I did see
2: that in Virginia. That's correct. Correct. It's it is frightening. I mean, it is. Hey, Cully, can we get can we get Dave Portnoy on here? We'll, I'll reach out to him. You know, I'm, yeah, it's like, uh, like, I'm just curious. I mean, these are his employees. Sure.
0: What's your job? Yeah,
2: this is what happens.
0: This is what happens when you you know bail guys out. You know what they do? They go and do what they do. They commit crimes. They commit rapes. But uh, I hope Ellie Schnitt feels good. Feels good about this one. But uh, thanks, Aiden, and thanks to Shake Concrete and Ally Paving and DCU. And who else, Colonel? And who else? Uh, Flagship,
3: playing? Wealth, Raycon, and uh, somebody new starting this week. So we'll let you know about them tomorrow. Ooh. I'm excited. And um, uh, thanks to you for fighting through it, even though
0: you contributed nothing today. Well, you had to
3: I'm, I'm obsessed with technology today. Today's a technology day for Dave. We're Sounded testing. good. He had I, one I, hot
2: take in there. He had one hot take.
3: Well, was, yeah, so I had I that, that portable thing. That's good. Yeah, yeah, the Lance Armstrong moment. That was my moment. I just need one moment of show, and then um, you're satisfied. One moment. is all I need. He's
2: Lance built Armstrong. for pleasure, not for speed,
0: Jerry. Yes,
3: that's, that's the one. Get did it you, right. Did you? Did you ever, like, uh, respect or admire
0: Lance Armstrong, or did you always think he was a scum?
3: Uh, I mean, yeah, of course I respected him during the – when he was raised – to be honest, I still don't – he's a cheater, but, I mean, at the, and he's a liar, but he raised a shit ton of money for charity. <laughs> we always got this, like, this background that's, noise. I don't have that with Alex Rodriguez. I have that with Lance Armstrong.
0: So That's a good point. I mean, he did – doesn't anymore, but he did for a while. The yellow bracelets and yeah. yellow shirts. I, I had one. Hell, I bought a Trek bike. Because I, you know, I respected Lance Armstrong. I yep. wanted to ride a bike, same bike he rode.
3: Your whole but, your whole uh, life's a lie, but you were able to raise billions correct. of dollars or hundreds of well, however much he raised because of it. Like yeah, you win. Sorry, You're, sorry, it's that's fine. You're yeah, not- but
0: the problem uh, is cheating is one thing. Every, a lot of guys cheated, but when you read about the way he treated people, oh, yeah. he, was, oh, yeah. he was he was Ellen. He was just cruel, and he wanted to ruin people, especially if they accused him of cheating, which yep. he was doing. Exactly. He would try to ruin your life. He was like Ellen DeGeneres in in that way, and he got away with it for a good long while. Not getting away with it anymore. Now he's oh, now he's back in the good graces because he hates cops. So now he's trying to True. trying to win back some of those fans because he hates cops. But all right, thanks guys. Uh, I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we'll do it again tomorrow.
1: Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.